you're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors, come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. The monkey is finally off of Jason Christie's back. He was sick of it, too, I tell you. Jason Christie is your 2022 Bassmaster Classic Champion. Welcome to the campfire. I'm Billy Kinder, and this is Kinder Outdoors. Front door to the camp house brought to you by a great product called Fortiflora. I've used it with my dogs for years. It's America's number one canine probiotic, highly recommended by our veterinarians. If you have a dog, you really ought to keep Fortiflora in the fridge because GI upset happens with all of our dogs. Learn more about Fortiflora when you come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. Jason Christie from Park Hill, Oklahoma, is 48 years old. Last weekend, he fished in his seventh Bassmaster Classic, and he picked up his seventh Bassmaster Elite Series win, and it was a big one. The 52nd Bassmaster Classic. His three-day total of 54 pounds even was only five ounces better than that of second-place finisher Kyle Welcher. As a matter of fact, when they started the day on Championship Sunday, it rarely happens, but it did. Welcher and Christie were in a dead tie. Jason's going to join us on the show today. Hang out with us a while and tell us exactly how it all went down on Lake Hartwell last weekend at the Academy Sports and Outdoors Bassmaster Classic presented by Hook. Welcher from Opelika, Alabama, second place, picked up $50,000. Stetson Blaylock out of Benton, Arkansas, forty-seven dollars for third. Justin Hamner out of Northport, Alabama, finished fourth and won $30,000. And fifth place paid $25,000 to Chris Johnston, Otanabe, Ontario, Canada. Hank Cherry, who had won it the past two years, out of Lincolnton, North Carolina, finished 17th. And a couple of other big names, Gerald Swindle from Gunnersville, Alabama, finished 24th. And fishing out of Gonzales, Louisiana, Greg Hackney rounded out the top 25. For the win, Jason Christie picks up a really rare trophy and a $300,000 check. The Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour was in action last weekend as well, and Alabama's Dustin Connell picked up his second career MLF Bass Pro Tour win, Stage 3, Lewis Smith Lake, out of Coleman, Alabama. The Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour Championship is called Red Crest. It's coming up in just a couple of weeks up in Oklahoma on Grand Lake, and Dustin Connell is the reigning Red Crest champion. Jordan Lee finished second, Michael Neal, Dayton, Tennessee, third, Jesse Wiggins out of Addison, Alabama, fourth, and Edwin Evers, Talala, Oklahoma, rounded out the top five on the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour, stage three. It's a big day down in Florida, lots of folks excited. <laughs> Turkey season opened last week, runs through the 10th of April, south of State Road 70, north of 70, it all gets kicked off next week next Saturday. And how about this? At the most recent Florida Fish and Wildlife Commissioner's meeting, they approved rules to allow for the production and sale of Florida largemouth bass as a food product. Yeah. A lot of people, I guess, probably turn their nose up to bass on the table. Hey, they are delicious. Before we started preaching catch and release so well that that's pretty much the mindset 
nationwide. We used to take a few home for the table, and they're great. Here's our camp house cook, Master Chef John Bonnell. Yeah, there's nothing wrong, and a one to two pounder is kind of the ideal eating size. If you know how to use your fillet knife, a large mouth can be fantastic. I'll tell you the easiest thing to do, and this will work around the campfire, on your grill, anything you want. Take a nice fillet, boneless, skinless, put it into a foil packet. You know, make a little foil pouch inside. Make sure you season it well with salt and pepper. A few sprigs of fresh dill, a couple of lemon slices, a splash of white wine. Pop it on the grill over the campfire for about six to eight minutes. As soon as it starts to steam a little bit, can't go wrong. Dang, that sounds good. This does, too. It's a big deal. Virginia's first elk hunt. It's a conservation milestone. Ten years after the successful restoration of elk in the state of Virginia, the Virginia Department of Wildlife Resources is now accepting applications for its first ever elk hunting season. They'll take applications through the end of this month, March 30th. How cool is that? The 2022 Arizona Big Game Super Raffle is underway right now, too, with lots of prizes this year, lots more chances to win. Special big game tags for seven of the state's big game species. Bighorn sheep, elk, mule deer, white-tailed deer, pronghorn, bison, and turkey. Raffle tickets vary from $5 to $25 each, depending upon the species. You can buy as many as you want. And ticket sales go to on-the-ground conservation in the state of Arizona. The deadline to enter the 17th annual Arizona Big Game Super Raffle is Sunday, July 10 at 10 p.m. Arizona time. In the 16-year history of this raffle, more than $9.2 million has been raised for wildlife, and wildlife management in Arizona. You love your dog, but you hate the way he goes berserk in the kennel or maybe tears up the furniture when you leave for work in the morning or when a thunderstorm rolls through. Try Calming Care from the trusted name Purina. Calming Care very gently works over time and settles the overactive dog, the nervous dog, the overbarker, the overjumper. Calming Care. Hey, everybody, it's Pat Green. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I sure am thinking about it. With Billy Kinder, I mean big Billy Kinder outdoors. Billy, no offense, man. You smell like fish, amongst other things. Join Ducks Unlimited at the largest outdoors expo in the country, DUX, presented by Purina Proclaim. At Texas Motor Speedway, April 8th through 10th for everything outdoors. See, try, and buy the latest in outdoor products, interactive villages for shooting, fishing, dogs, ATV, UTV, calling contests, and so much more. DUX, presented by Purina Pro Plan at Texas Motor Speedway, April 8th through 10th. Tickets are only $10. Kids under 12, active or retired military, and first responders get in free. Buy your tickets today at duckexpo.com. Outdoor Texas Camps develops outdoor skills in boys and girls aged 9 to 17. Bass fishing and fly fishing, saltwater fishing, archery, rifle, and handgun, trap, skeet, and much more. Outdoor Texas Camps is offering $400 scholarships, courtesy of the Sportsman's Club of Fort Worth, to girls in the North Texas area. Visit OutdoorTexasCamps.com. Safe and time-honored skills for our youth. Outdoor Texas Camps is filling up fast for 2022. Act quickly. OutdoorTexasCamps.com. Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. 
Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side, pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Tech rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. From the deck of your private cabin overlooking the confluence of the famous White and Norfolk Rivers at Norfolk Resort Trout Dock, you can see crystal clear running waters that hold one of the world's greatest populations of rainbow and brown trout. In fact, this is the home of world record trout. You might be distracted, though, by the beautiful rolling Ozark Mountains that hold you during your stay. Just up the road a few miles is incredible bass fishing for largemouth, smallmouth, and spots. You'll find the best guides in the business at Norfolk Resort, and your boat is just a short walk from your cabin. Your guide will find a gravel shoal perfect for preparing a hot shore lunch with fresh-caught trout and all the trimmings. You'll think about a nap after lunch, but there's more fish to catch and river to explore before retiring to your fully furnished riverside hideaway. Sound good? Of course it does. Norfolk Resort Trout Dock in Norfolk, Arkansas. NorfolkResort.com That view from the porch is pretty awesome this time of year. Let's sit and visit a while at Kinder Outdoors. Our special guest at the Kinder Outdoors camphouse this week is Bassmaster Classic Champion, <laughs> Jason Christie. Thank you. I like that name. Uh, <laughs> it's a hard one to get, though. They don't just give that to you. No, they don't. That's a lot of miles and a lot of casts and a lot of heartbreak and a lot of near misses and all that. I, I don't want to talk to you about near misses, close finishes, horseshoes or dynamite or any of that. I just want to talk to you about the 2022 Bassmaster Classic uh, because, man, you had there, – there was no sit back and coast a little while. You had to dig till this thing was over. Until the last minute, I think that um... – you know, a lot of people were surprised because 
you know, most fans are glued to Bass Track and live, and and uh, it was close. And then, you know, I made a couple of calls in the la- literally in the last 30 minutes. And, uh, you know, I had one. There's going to be one fish that I'll never forget, and that was the one that I had over a dock cable, um, you know, with 15 minutes left that probably called three-quarters of a pound. And uh, that fishing rod is still in my boat. And when I caught that fish, I just took that fishing rod and threw it in the rod locker. But I think today, whenever I get a little bit of time, I want to go up there and pull that jig off that rod and see how bad that line is and and uh because i know it was it's torn up pretty bad so but anyway he got in the boat and and uh if it hadn't been for that fish and you know uh i wouldn't have won a buzzer beater a buzzer beater (laughs) jason christie won the bassmaster classic you needed 17 pounds five ounces and you came in with 17 nine and when your truck, your boat rolled into the arena, you didn't think you had it, did you? I didn't. You know, I, uh, you know, we, we chat out there. We don't know, we know, but we chat. And, and, uh, the one that I was really worried about was Kyle because he, uh, he's kind of got that poker face. And, and when he weighed 17, what, four, um, I, I thought that I had 17, but I, you know, I didn't know. And, and uh, when he had 17-4, I, I just knew. I was like, this is going to be close. And more than likely, my luck, you know, in the Classic, I'm going to be an out short. Uh, but, you know, when I grabbed that bag out of the boat and walked up on stage, um, I could feel that it was, I mean, I, I knew it was going to be really close. And I tell you, I'll never forget whenever I seen those three numbers uh, flash up <laughs> on that screen. So. That's uh, yeah, that was a cool moment. It looked like uh, you you had to you had to walk over to the side and and kind of doubled over a little bit, and it looked like you were having a hard time even breathing right then. That's a that is a monumental moment that pro anglers they set their sights on that when they're kids. Yeah, well, it, you know, there's all the the fire and things like that, and then you know, there's that second that you realize that. Uh, you know that it's all happened, and that you've done what you wanted to do, and just you just you know there's all kinds of um, emotions, but it's I think I'm most glad for uh, you know I think a lot of people um, in the industry across the country and stuff they wanted me to win because they've witnessed a couple of uh, bad ones, and you know I wanted to win for a lot of them and and. You know, my family, they're probably more excited than me. And, and of course, the sponsors. I mean, they, my sponsors have stuck with me forever, and, and uh, they make great products, and everybody knows that. And, and I just, it's good to see the how excited everybody. I mean, I can't tell you who walked up to me and congratulated me crying because they were sincerely um, happy for me. You know, it just, it, it means a lot to see that. Yeah, I think the whole uh, bass fans everywhere, the the whole fishing industry was cheering for Jason Christie down the home stretch uh, on Sunday. I thought a bad mistake had been made because I was watching Fox, and Zona and Tommy said, okay, we're going to throw it out to Jason Christie's boat now. And there was a dude in that boat holding a spinning rod, and I said, wait a minute, they've thrown it to the wrong boat. 
But that was you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been working on the spin hog game a little bit. I'm still um not great at it, but you know, I fish at home a lot with the spin rod in the winter time. <laughs> and I came to this event, I knew that uh I needed to do something different. Um I couldn't just go back to the same old stuff, you know, the dirty water and the spinner bait and and uh there's just we we've been here too many times, too many people have have seen that locals and stuff like that and I just needed something fresh um where I could go fishing rather than running history and and uh I thought the spinning rod thing was gonna go away because the water had warmed up, you know, quite a bit. But uh fortunately, you know, my deep hole held out for uh most of the tournament and uh you know it's still crazy that I won on on the stuff that I had found. I, I mean there was no honey holes or there was no special docks. It was just, you know, catching a few out deep in the morning and then and then running docks and culling up the rest of the day and and uh in most cases whenever I win it seems to be that way. I mean other than the Sabine I you know, I don't have any honey holes. It's just going fishing and and that's why I stayed away from that dirty water. I wanted something that I could just fish uh, fresh and fish clean. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about those deep fish and about, about these fish that you caught. But I want to talk to you about your sponsors. Without them, none of this would be possible. And, no, folks, this is not a blatant commercial. This is stuff that works. It won the Bassmaster Classic. And I like to talk to a guy like, like you, Jason, because you – you're not a rookie. You've been doing this a long time, and you don't do endorsements for the dollar. You've got to have stuff that works. You could endorse anyone in the business, uh, but you choose what works for you, and I respect that. Right. Yeah, it is. And, and, and that's, you know, there's so many sponsorship stories. Um, you know, each sponsor that I have is a different story, but, you know, Garmin is a great example. You know, when I went there, I don't even know, eight or nine years ago, Garmin was not even mentioned in the freshwater, really, you know, the sonar. They they had them, but they weren't, you know, they weren't where they wanted to be. And and whenever I went over there, that was their goal. And that's the first thing that they told me is, hey, we want to make a push in the freshwater, and we want you. And there was a couple other guys to join us, and and uh, we did that. And, you know, I, I've watched it evolve. You know, I, I got the first ever panoptics transducer, and, and was able to win with that on St. Clair. Um, and it's just gone, you know, it's gone from, well, you'll see a Garmin on one out of ten boats, to now you see one on almost every boat. And that, you know, that that's the good feeling of working with sponsors. And it's the same way with bait, you know, the covert spinner bait, the falcon rods. I mean, I, I have a lot of people get in my boat and just the number of, falcon rods that show up and and that's what gives me a good feeling on working with sponsors is um through a team effort you know we put a great product out there that that the fishing community love and and respect and trust and uh yeah that's uh, the sponsorship deal is a big deal for me and you are a big deal to them jason if you would please hang on buddy i know you're rolling down the road but uh hold tight we're going to take a little break and come back and talk about this some more in just a little while. 2022 Bassmaster Classic Champion, Jason Christie, our special guest. This corner of the camphouse brought to you by Calming Care. 
from the trusted name Purina. Calming care settles very gently. It's not a drug. It very gently works over time to settle the overactive dog, the overbarker, the overjumper, the one that hey, jumps all over your mother-in-law when she comes over. No good. <laughs> Calming care. Learn more about it at kinderoutdoors.com. Well, we're going to put down the rod and reel and pick up the pistol when we come back from the coffee pot. Jim Terrell joins us from the Kinder Outdoors gun room. So with open carry now legal in the state of Texas and other places across the U.S., is it still a good idea to get that concealed carry card? Is there any need for that? We'll see what Jim says. Hi, this is Bobby Labonte, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. It's really exciting to see right now. Uh, one thing that's great about archery is anybody can do it. Men, women, or children, everybody can do this. Um, our lessons right now are fantastic. We see entire family groups come in, have a great time, and they're finding out that this is something that is a great pastime, great sport, and everybody can be successful in. Americans are learning what a huge benefit it is to learn to hunt, learn to fish, learn to put safe and wholesome food on our tables. Cinnamon Creek Archery in Roanoke, Texas, has taught many thousands of families about the great sport of archery. People who thought they could just never do that now enjoy the range and harvesting their own wild game. You can't just sell somebody a bow and say, hey, good luck. You need to be able to take them aside, teach them the fundamentals, teach them how to shoot correctly so that they can be as successful as possible and really enjoy our sport. Visit CinnamonCreekRanch.com and discover the great knowledge and satisfaction that so many other families have found in archery. I'm going to lay this out to you as simply as I possibly can because it really is simple. Buy your cold weather wear from Ron and Teresa Miskin at the Buffalo Wool Company and stay warm. Gloves, socks, hats, beanies. I love my neck gaiter. All made from the insulating fibers of the American bison. The same fiber or buffalo wool that protects the buffalo against a frigid winter in Montana, Wyoming, or the Dakotas. Buffalo wool is warmer than traditional wool, and it's luxuriously soft on your skin, not scratchy or abrasive. It wicks moisture away and is unbelievably tough, lasting year after year. And they back up what they sell with a 100% money-back guarantee if you're not happy. Take a look. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com TheBuffaloWoolCo.com It's simple. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple. To put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet. Bid on an auction item. Make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org 
Don't head to the country without stopping at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. I'm Randy Jackson reminding you that we are on the way to the ranch just west of Weatherford on the south side of Interstate 20. We have rifles, pistols, shotguns, all from dependable names like Smith & Wesson, Browning, Beretta, Christensen, Megara, Six Hour, Winchester, and many more. Be sure to ask about our used gun selection, too. Teskey's Outdoors can deck you out for the field and the boat with outdoor wear from Patagonia, Cool, Sims, Howler Brothers, Ariat, Free Fly, Sitka, North Face, and many others. We are a one-stop shop on your way to the Rancher Lease with ammo for ducks, dove, quail, deer, varmints, and even tin cans. Heck, you can buy your hunting and fishing license at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. Bring the trader, deer blinds, feed, and feeders available, too. We have what you need and what you forgot to pack when you left the house. Teskey's Outdoors on the south side of I-20, just west of Weatherford. Somewhere over this horizon sit a million little dictators, eager to purge humanity of its hunting instincts. Contrived emotions flood from their air-conditioned, glass-paneled, Wi-Fi-enabled habitats over the mountains and out into the wild, from which they hate to admit they emerged. Their foolish quest to force nature to fit their feelings threatens the survival of every living thing on our planet. If their fevered tantrums are ever imposed, the Earth will be ruled by the deadliest combination in the natural world, human ignorance and human arrogance. Travel another path, the truest path, nature's path. Trust the hunter in your blood. people and our right to bear arms and our right to free speech gather here this is kinder outdoors and you're always welcome around our campfire at kinder outdoors i want to say hi to tyler theron waretown new jersey thank you for listening to kinder outdoors michael pritchett catches the show in chicago illinois michael i'm blocked in uh, in college i played offensive line at tcu while your man, Mike Singletary, was at Baylor, and I had to block him or attempt to all day long, and he pretty much just thumped my head. <laughs> the dude was fast and strong, and he made a great Chicago Bear. Hey, John E.K., Glastonbury, Connecticut, thank you for listening. David Adkins, Fowlerville, Michigan. In Summersville, Missouri, that's where Guy Morrissey catches Kinder Outdoors. And Steve Jensen listens in Purcell, Oklahoma. Thank all of you for dropping by the website and saying hello and letting us know that you listen. KinderOutdoors.com. From the Kinder Outdoors gun room now, my buddy Jim Terrell talking to us about this new open carry law in the state of Texas. Hey, Jim, welcome. Always good to have you with us. Uh, Is it still a good idea to have a concealed carry card even though Texas is now an open carry state. Maybe this applies to you in your state, wherever you're listening as well. Jim, let's start with open carry. Define that. What's it mean? Well, uh, this this bill's got had several different names. A lot of people coined it the constitutional carry bill. Actually, it's House Bill 1927. It was passed in the 2021 legislative session. Went into effect September 1st, 2021, 
And basically what it did is it allows people that can legally possess, purchase and possess a handgun to carry that handgun into public places, openly or concealed. There have been no changes in the license to carry legislation or the law. I've had uh, a lot of people ask, well, did they just do away with the license to carry program and go strictly to this now? And I'm like, no, no, they didn't change anything about the license to carry program at all. This was a, I think, a, a, a positive political move by the legislation to expand you know, gun rights and carry rights in Texas, but it's kind of a, a double-edged sword. There's, there's good points about it and bad, and I think there's a lot of, of uh, misunderstanding about who it covers and, and the places that it does cover where you can actually carry and the method in which you carry. So hopefully we can clear some of those up today. So I want to talk about that concealed carry card I have in my wallet. I'm really proud of that, and I think it's important uh, for law enforcement to quickly identify that, you know, I've been checked out uh, and there's they can know a little bit more about me in a traffic stop or, or whatever situation I'm in if I show my driver's license and that card. It reassures me. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That was one of the, the, the benefits that I was going to hit on is any interaction with law enforcement, there's, only, there's still only one government-issued ID available to display for law enforcement that's going to show them uh, several things. Uh, one, that you've been background checked. Uh, second, you've been fingerprinted. Um, you've gone through a training program uh, and, and uh, applied with the state to receive a license to carry, and that is the only government-issued ID that shows those positive things to law enforcement. Uh, anybody can get a driver's license. Anybody can get an ID card in the state of Texas. And especially on a traffic stop, uh, any, any kind of face-to-face interaction with law enforcement, that license to carry is the only uh, ID that will give them, uh, at least initially, some, some peace of mind that they're dealing with a law-abiding citizen and somebody that's not going to be a threat to them. Um, that, that is the number one benefit, I believe, of still, uh, still having the LTC. Um, the training that's involved in it is is uh, rather basic, uh, I will admit, but it's still something. And the background check and everything that goes along with it has made it a very, very successful program for the last uh, 27 years in the state. Uh, some people believe that you, you have to carry openly uh, under the House Bill 1927 Constitutional Carry Act and and, and that's not entirely true. You do have the option of carrying openly, but you can still carry concealed. Basically, the difference in the two is, is concealed carry. The, the legal definition in the penal code is that a reasonable person under ordinary observation cannot uh, detect that you're carrying a handgun or about your person. The definition of open carry actually did change a little bit, where if it is visible wholly or partially visible on the uh, the wearer's a person, but it has to be in a holster. Um, used to be provisions for just shoulder or belt holsters, but that's actually been removed, and it can be any type of holster, but the open carry handgun does need to be uh, in a holster of some sort on the person's, uh, okay. on the person's body. Um, probably the biggest drawback uh, of the constitutional carry versus uh, license to carry is the reciprocity 
uh, benefits that license holders have in other states. That that does not apply to people with constitutional carry. Um, they do not have any type of reciprocity agreement with constitutional carry with any other state. So law enforcement in uh, other states that Texas does have a reciprocity agreement with will recognize that LTC and allow the person to, to legally carry there, whereas constitutional carry, nah, not so much. Um, you can find yourself getting into a little bit of trouble, especially in states that uh, possibly have magazine restrictions or other restrictions that Texas doesn't have um, when it comes to when it comes to uh, carrying a handgun in public. There were uh, situations through the years prior to uh, open carry or constitutional carry in Texas where somebody reaches for something on the top shelf at Walmart and their shirt tail lifts up and their gun is exposed and someone takes advantage of that and uh, and and a little trouble followed with the law uh, this this takes care of that yeah actually that was one of the main purposes for allowing open carry by license holders which was made legal january 1st of 26 uh, 2015 um because of incidental exposure with concealed carry only they allowed license holders to be able to carry openly for that very reason um the, the fact of the matter is, is uh, sadly, um, there are organized groups of people on the anti-gun side that will make a point to uh, to involve law enforcement uh, anytime they see somebody openly carrying a handgun in public, legal or or, or otherwise. Um, it's uh, it's 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 unfortunate that I've I've, <laughs> I've had the uh, opportunity to speak to one of these people in particular. And they do have a script that they'll follow if they see somebody carrying a handgun. They will they will call 911. They will inform the 911 operator that there's somebody carrying a handgun into this place. In other words, they frame it with, there's a man with a gun in this store, and they hang the phone. They hang the phone <laughs> up. So that's the only information law enforcement has where you can imagine how they're going to respond in, in 2022 to a call like that could be somebody legally carrying a handgun, but chances are they're probably going to be disarmed, have to deal with law enforcement in a in a negative light, unfortunately, and it's just because of people that want to, to bring a negative light to that situation. Um, I have no issue with people carrying openly in public. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't scare me. A uh, holstered handgun, it, to me, has never been a threat, whether it can be seen or not. I personally choose not to do that just because I don't care for the attention. I don't want to be looked at as, oh, there's a guy with a gun. I just want, when I'm out in public, I just want to do my business, go where I need to go, and, and blend in with everybody else. I feel like that's that's best for my situation. All right. Good stuff, Jim. Jim Terrell, off-duty armory, Burleson, Texas, this corner of the camphouse, brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. Mild Texas winters. I know winter is still blowing in in a lot of places. Well, hey, call my friends at Joshua Creek. Go get yourself a good, no, a great world-class bird hunt in the Texas Hill Country. Joshua Creek Ranch. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. More from Bassmaster Classic champion Jason Christie when we come back from the coffee pot. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm always thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors.
Join Ducks Unlimited at the largest outdoors expo in the country, DUX, presented by Purina ProPlan. At Texas Motor Speedway, April 8th through 10th for everything outdoors. See, try, and buy the latest in outdoor products, interactive villages for shooting, fishing, dogs, ATV, UTV, calling contests, and so much more. DUX, presented by Purina ProPlan at Texas Motor Speedway, April 8th through 10th. Tickets are only $10. Kids under 12, active or retired military, and first responders get in free. Buy your tickets today at DuckExpo.com. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. These are unsettling and even scary times for many people. But for others, there's peace, even as an angry world cries out. The source of that peace is Jesus Christ. I'm John Watson, pastor at Cornerstone Bible Church in Roanoke, Texas. At Cornerstone, we teach the Bible with no man-made religion added in. Join us online Sunday mornings at 1015 Central at csbiblechurch.org. It's just God's Word csbiblechurch.org National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read, because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey... That's phony. This is this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled. But we're not stopping. The Outdoor Adventures program in junior highs and high schools across America has proven to be a hit with kids. And in case after case, we've seen Outdoor Adventures' young lives changed. Kids that just were not into school and not involved are now excited to get into the classroom each day because of Outdoor Adventures. The kids earn classroom credit by learning the outdoor basics, and they smile while learning. If you want Outdoor Adventures in your local school, contact me, Scott McClure. I'm at GoOTF.com. That's Scott, 
at GoOTF.com. don't have to have four-wheel drive to get to this camp house. The helicopter will do the trick. This is Kinder Outdoors. I'm so glad that you're here in the camp house with us today. Thank you so much. Hey, Chris visited Joshua Creek Ranch, and here are his thoughts. He said, you know, I've been to several high-end hunting lodges over the years, some of which have something that needs significant improvement, not Joshua Creek Ranch. From accommodations to the dining, the guides, especially the hunting, we had one terrific time and we'll definitely be back. I agree, Chris. Orvis and Beretta endorsed. Texas friendly. Learn more about Joshua Creek Ranch at kinderoutdoors.com. Again, I want to thank 2022 Bassmaster Classic champion Jason Christie for joining us in the camp house today at Kinder Outdoors. Jason, I love to crappie fish, and I've got a place that I've fished for years. I call it the Pickle Ditch. It's a creek within the lake that those big pre-spawn female crappie and those spawning females that are working their way in and back, in and out from the bank, get in there. They just load up and stack up on top of each other, and I go in there and whack them. And when I saw you on the first two days of the Classic fishing where you were fishing, I said, wow, he's found a pickle ditch. You, you reminded me of my spot. Is that something you found in practice? Well, I did I did find it in practice, and, and you know, I didn't spend a whole lot of time fishing deep because of the weather. I mean, the forecast was showing, you know, warming trend, and, you know, I know these fish were close to going to the bank, and I just felt like that I needed to be around the bank rather than in the middle. But I, and it was a last-minute decision on the first day of the tournament. And if I hadn't had a good boat number, uh, like I was boat five, if I would have been 35 or 50, I probably wouldn't even have started there uh, because I just figured somebody else would have went. But, you know, in that deep hole um, is what won the event for me because I started there the first day, and I knew that I could probably catch a limit pretty quick and calm down and potentially catch one or two good ones. I think I weighed three out of that deep hole the first day and three the second day. And then only one the last day, but it was, you know, it was a big one. And, you know, that last day, whenever I only caught one and everything else that you it was gone. Um, you know, that's it. Thinking about the best that could have happened because I feel like if, if there would have been more fish in there, I would have stayed in there a lot longer and kept trying to upgrade. Well, you know, it pretty much just told me, hey, we're going to give this deep hole is going to give you one big one. You need to get your butt out of here and, and go do something else. And, and that's pretty much what I did. So, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, you know, it was a hard round the corner from takeoff. It wasn't more than a mile from takeoff, and it had a lot of bait in it. And there was a lot of largemouth. There was uh, a lot of uh, spotted bass in there. But, you know, and it ranged anywhere from 32 feet, you know, all the way back to 10. And I all the way up that ditch, which was, you know, three, 400 yards long. And when that dried up on Sunday morning, I was watching you, and I heard you make the comment and make the decision that you were going to be moving on. Uh, and I thought, I wonder if that thing will load up a little later in the day. Did you ever go back in there and check it again? I couldn't because uh, I actually thought about it, but that was also, 
the later the day went, the better the dock bite was. And, you know, I I think I only had one or two fish at 10 or 11 and then a limit at one. And then, you know, you just start culling. And I felt like the chances of catching that five, six, seven pounder was better around dock than in that deep hole. Um, but now once I left the deep hole, I was, I was committed on the shallow, uh, on the shallow docks. All of your shallow fish came on a jig, or I'm assuming all of them came on a jig. Tell us a little bit about that jig you were pitching around the docks. Well, it's a War Eagle jig. Um, it's been in production for a couple years. It's just, uh, a really good clear water jig. Um, it's five eighths, and it's called a jiu-jitsu. And I like a heavier jig in that clear water because it's a weight hook in it. Um, and then using a yum crawl chunk uh, green pumpkin with purple flake. But it's just a it's a bigger jig. Um, it's you know like I said, it's heavier, and I can cover a lot of water with it. Um, you know, I've gained a lot of confidence in it. You know, on like in fishing clear water. Um, I would, you know, everybody's asking, well, why, why a jig so heavy when you're fishing one or two foot deep? This water is really clear and I don't want it to, uh, I don't want them to get a real good look at it. I want a reaction bite, move on. And, uh, it was, it was more about covering water and making a lot of flips than it was, you know, you pulling in and make 10 flips on one dock. You know, if they were there in two foot or less, they were going to bite. You just had to cover enough water to uh, get the jig in front of them. I can't let you go without talking to you a little bit about uh, the bait that I think probably won this for you, and it's something you've been working on for a number of years now. It's called the FF, like forward-facing sonar, the FF sonar minnow. Tell me about this. Well, it's something, you know, I have been. I've, I've kind of kept it under the wraps for several years, more so the technique than the bait you know the bait is kind of like the spinner bait it's you know it's evolving and it's still evolving um we're probably some very minor changes to it before we release it but you know i live on a lake that uh, lake tinko that's really clear and in the winter time you know with live scope and stuff that's all i do and, and catch these fish on live scope and you know i just wanted to bait and that I could catch the fish that are floating five foot deep or if they're 35 deep. I don't, I didn't want, you know, five jerk baits out there and, you know, a swim bait to where you have to kind of, I wanted one bait in my hand that I could cover all depths. And, and this is the bait. I'm, it's, uh, you know, it's a minnow profile and, and, uh, you know, I, with the technique that I use, um, I'm able to put it, you know, right there on their nose, no matter how deep they are, and they like it. I mean, obviously, I can't catch all of them. I mean, there's, uh, but I feel like they react to this bait and uh, and eat it more so than a lot of the other baits. And it's named forward-facing sonar minnow for a reason. It's it's built to go hand-in-hand hand with our modern sonars that are so effective. And evidently it works really well, well enough to put a Bassmaster Classic trophy up on the mantle for Jason Christie. Uh, last question, did you ever pick up a spinnerbait in all three days? No, I didn't. I uh, never pulled it out of the rod box. I, in practice, the second day of practice, you know, the uh, the shallow water demons of Lake Hartwell had overcame me, and, and I actually went to an area 
and started throwing a spinnerbait. And my first bite was a six-pounder. And I just, something told me that it was the wrong, like something told me that this fish is what was trying to lure me into uh, history. And I literally, when I came out of that pocket, I put the spinnerbait back in the rod box and I never threw it again. Um, <laughs> it just, I, I did not feel like there was enough dirty water to go around. And, and every time I got around dirty water, I saw a bunch of people fishing, you know, locals, Argus. Um, and I just, I needed something fresh. I don't know if people understand that, but uh, it's not often that you catch a six pounder and you take the bait and put it back in the, you know, in the <laughs> rod box. But I just, I just feel on it. Um, there just wasn't enough water to go around. I mean, you literally on Hartwell, you pull into a pocket and you fish for five minutes and you got to run five miles to get another box that looks like it. And that's if there's not a boat there or there hasn't been a boat there in the last hour or two. You know, I just, I just wasn't feeling. And, uh, you know, it was probably the best, I mean, obviously it was the best decision of the week to, to leave that thing in the rod box. Jason, you're in the history books. They can never take it from you. Jason Christie is the 2022 Bassmaster Classic champion. Enjoy it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, you need to call Joshua Creek Ranch now if you'd like to hunt there this fall. They are really filling up. How about a spring turkey hunt? Yeah, they'll guide you on a turkey hunt as well. Or a whitetail deer hunt. Think outside the box when you visit Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. Fish came from our waters, the meat from our fields, the heritage and history from our hearts. Glad you're in camp with us at Kinder Outdoors. Sure glad you're in camp with us today. I'm Billy Kinder. This is Kinder Outdoors, and this corner of the camp house is brought to you by Purina Pro Plan. Hey, it's a product that I know well. I have fed Pro Plan to our lovable lap dogs and our hardworking bird dogs since Pro Plan became Pro Plan many years ago. It works. It's the best. And there's a formula that's perfect for your dog. Pick up the Pro Plan at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. <coughs> Coming up a little later this hour, another Purina Pro Plan man is going to join us, my friend Tom Dockin from up in Minnesota. His world-famous Oak Ridge Kennels in Northfield, Minnesota, where some of the finest bird dogs on planet Earth have been trained up and turned loose. He's going to talk to us about shed hunting. If you have a bird dog with seasons coming to an end now you don't have to put your bird dog up that duck dog that you love so much might be just as good at finding shed antlers as he is at retrieving ducks tom will talk to us about that and mr whitetail larry wysoon he's here talking about the resiliency of whitetail deer pour yourself a cup of coffee and make yourself at home i'm glad you're in camp with us today at kinder outdoors the annual meetings and exhibits of the NRA headed for Houston in May 27, 28, 29 of May, George R. Brown Convention Center. Time to make your plans. And, hey, if you're an NRA member, remember that you and your family all get in free. 14 acres of guns, gear, 
and goodies. We've got big fish on the bragging board. We're headed for the great state of Oklahoma to take a look at this one. 14 pounds, 5 ounces. Talking about the largemouth bass that Trevor Yates caught, Arbuckle Lake in Oklahoma. This fish ranks number 8 all time in Oklahoma's top 20 big bass. And Trevor's on the bragging board right now at kinderoutdoors.com. There are some giant Texas bass on the bragging board as well. The Texas Sherlunker program, combined with forward-facing sonar, is paying off big. Five lunkers in five days back in February. Two new lake records. Two top 30 all-time fish, including the seventh largest in Texas history. What a month it was. Check out the Texas Sherlunkers at kinderoutdoors.com. Just click on that bragging board. Swing it out to Georgia, and that's where Timmy Woods of Kite, Georgia, fishing the Ogeechee River, reeled in the new state record hickory shad. Two pounds, ten, <laughs> two pounds and ten ounces. A shad. The old record, two pounds, three ounces, was only a year old. Timmy and his big hickory shad are on the bragging board at kinderoutdoors.com. This time of year, every year, the swans start making their way from California to their nesting sites in Canada and Alaska with a layover in Utah. March is one of the best times of the year to take a look at these swans, tundra swans and trumpeter swans. They stop in Utah's wetlands for some much-needed rest and refueling. A couple of great places to see the swans, Box Elder County, the Salt Creek waterfowl management area, and the Bear River Migratory Bird Refuge. Make sure to bring the binoculars or a spotting scope. The Shoot Like a Girl Sea to Shining Sea Tour will land in Bossier City, Louisiana, March 19th and 20th. That big trailer is free, interactive event that introduces women and their families and friends to the shooting sports in a fun, safe, and comfortable atmosphere. That state-of-the-art mobile range is traveling across the United States this year. Check out the website, shootlikeagirl.com, and don't miss them when they come to your town. This sounds really good to me. I wish I was there this weekend at the Maple Syrup Festival, Cunningham Falls State Park, Maryland. Today and tomorrow, and then again March 19 and 20, the event is live this year after a two-year covid Hiatus. A little bad news, though, because of the construction at the park's concession stand, the normal pancakes and sausage will not be served this year. But there'll be plenty of maple syrup on hand. Take yourself a little bag of biscuits and enjoy. A solemn, be safe reminder to kick off the 2022 boating season. Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement agents are investigating a fatal boating incident on Toledo Bend, Sabine Parish, a week ago yesterday. The body of Alfred Jackson, 52 years old, of Lake Charles, was recovered from Toledo Bend around 6 p.m. The search began at 3 in the afternoon. Texas Parks and Wildlife personnel found two men, both men, in the water about 6 p.m. One of them was still alive. The survivor was brought to shore and airlifted to Shreveport to the hospital with severe hypothermia. Jackson's body was turned over to the Sabine Parish Coroner's Office. The men were in a 20-foot vessel, high winds, 
came up, and the waves swamped their boat, causing it to sink. When they were found, both men were wearing personal flotation devices. I talk all the time about Purina ProPlan formulas and how there are so many of them because there are so many different dogs, ages, lifestyles, physical conditions. I do want you to know this, though. The common thread throughout all of these different formulas is that it is a premium fuel that's going to deliver a healthier dog when you make the switch. Pick up the Pro Plan at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Hi, this is Laurie Neilan from Field and Stream. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Join Ducks Unlimited at the largest outdoors expo in the country, DUX, presented by Purina ProPlan at Texas Motor Speedway, April 8th through 10th for everything outdoors. See, try, and buy the latest in outdoor products, interactive villages for shooting, fishing, dogs, ATV, UTV, calling contests, and so much more. DUX, presented by Purina ProPlan at Texas Motor Speedway, April 8th through 10th. Tickets are only $10. Kids under 12, active or retired military, and first responders get in free. Buy your tickets today at duckexpo.com. You'll know Toby Meadows when you run into him on the lot. They're at Classic Chevrolet and Grapevine because on his name tag is a big green bass. <laughs> He's earned the right to wear that big fish around. He's caught three over 10 pounds. Yes, sir. Three times, uh, twice on Lake Fork and once on Lake Conroe. This lifelong passion for Toby started in the cab of that old Chevy truck, headed for the fishing hole. A long time ago. I had an uncle, Uncle Jim, got me started. And it was just a little cork popper with little black and yellow feathers. Looked like a bumblebee, and that started it all. Three 10-pounders and 19 years with the classic grapevine family. And Toby is still going down the road in that Chevy truck. These days, though, it's a little newer, a little less bumpy, and a whole lot more powerful. Yes, it is. I like it, too, especially that diesel. Got that half-ton diesel. It's good. Nice truck. Lifelong memories await your bunch in the cab of the truck. Get started at ClassicChevrolet.com. I'm Tom Watson with Bended Knee International, asking you to pray for the Navajo people of New Mexico and Arizona. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit these native people exceptionally hard. In many cases, multiple families live in the same home. Water is carried from muddy streams for household use, and medical care is many miles away. I simply ask that you join me in lifting them up to the Lord. To learn more, please visit BendedKnee.org. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. 
But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet. Bid on an auction item. Make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org Outdoorsmen and women, hunters, shooters, and fishers are the reason that wild creatures roam bountifully in wild places. This is where we come together to talk about it. Kinder Outdoors. At 48 years old, Jason Christie fishing his seventh Bassmaster Classic last weekend won that bad boy and the $300,000 check that goes along with it. He's mighty proud of that. He's worked hard for it. And he talked to us about it last hour. In case you missed it, it's coming up again in just a little while. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Purina ProPlan. ProPlan Performance Formula, 30% protein, 20% fat. That's what 89% of the field trial champions across North America are fed. ProPlan Performance. It's in that purple sport bag. And you'll find it at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. I know a lot of you guys throughout Montana, Wyoming, North and South Dakota, lots of areas of the United States suffered record drought last year, horrible drought. And if you're a deer hunter, maybe you're wondering, what does that mean to you? I want to talk to Larry Wysoon about that, Mr. Whitetail, our resident biologist, big game biologist. Larry, as an old quail hunter, I know, you know, you have one of those years uh, where you feel like you're down to just a covey or two on 5,000 acres, and then the rain comes just right, and the bugs and the weeds and everything happens and falls in line, and, hey, all of a sudden, you've got 25, 30 coveys a day. They're resilient little birds, and so are our white-tailed deer. They truly are. I mean, they're survivors when you get right down to it. Not only they're survivors, they're reproducers as well. As long as there's any kind of nutrition available for them, they're going to reproduce every year. And they come back so very quick because not only do the does, once they get a little age on it, generally grow have twins. They those twins grow to maturity, but also is the fact that if that white-tailed doe is a six-month-old, if she's in pretty good nutritional condition, as many as 80% of those yearling, or sorry, six-month-old doe fawns will breed and have fawns themselves that fall in spring or a little bit later normally than spring. You know, uh, one key that we can look back on, Larry, in Texas is 2010 with the most horrendous drought that I can remember in my lifetime, and the, the state was on fire, burning, wildfires, literally, and man, our deer have come 
come back so strong. They really have. I mean, but a lot of those fires were a, a horrible thing. But at the same time, they were kind of godsend when you get right down to it because the habitat throughout Texas and a lot of other places evolved with fire. And when you remove that overstory, is that so it horribly happened in like around the Bastrop area and a lot of other places. It took the canopy out. All of a sudden, the sunlight competition from the bigger pines and the bigger trees was gone. Now you got all this lush growth coming back. So fire really is a very, very important thing. But it goes back to nutrition a lot is what we're talking about in terms of the resiliency of those animals being able to, to bounce back. And as long as they've got the nutrition available to them, not only is that doe going to produce those two twin fawns, she's going to produce a lot of milk. And once she does that, those fawns have got a little bit better chance of surviving as well. You know, not only are, are, are white-tailed deer survivors and resilient, but in places where uh, hunting is not allowed, city limits, different places, city parks around the country, there are pestilence. They're out of control, and that shows you what would happen everywhere if we banned hunting. You're right. That's exactly right. I'll tell you what. Hunting is so very important for so many reasons. It's not only economically important as far as our, our state is concerned, the small areas, but at the same time, these populations are not controlled. What happens is, is they literally will eat themselves out of house and home, and the animals die. You know, you think about, well, the deer die, but you forget about all the little invertebrates, all the insects, all the songbirds, all the uh, little mammals, all the other animals, the reptiles. Everything is very, very dependent on that habitat being in good shape. And when you allow that deer population to essentially destroy that habitat, everything suffers. And those animal populations are not quite as resilient a lot of times as white-tailed deer are. So that's one of the reasons that we hunt and need to keep hunting. Because if we don't, we stand the chance of losing not just the white-tailed deer, but all the other things. And maybe even more important than that, a lot of the vegetation and the habitats that's there for, as I mentioned, for songbirds and other animals. You mentioned vegetation and habitat. First thing's going to happen is Mama's roses are going to disappear, and her vegetable garden's going to disappear, and then everyone's going to hear what's happening. Absolutely. I've gotten tickled over the years. We've had an urban sprawl everywhere you go. And, you know, the first year or so, they put in their new yards, and they spend a fortune on the landscaping, and they love seeing the deer. And then all of a sudden they realize, my roses aren't there anymore, and this plant's not there anymore, and this plant's not there anymore. And all of a sudden a lot of those people go, well, we need to do something about these deer. And they do. I mean, the population is because what you do, you're fertilizing the lawn, you're fertilizing your roses, produces great nutrition. All that does really is increases that population very quickly, which puts continually more pressure on what you have available for them to eat. Hunting is not only a lot of fun and not only a great way to recreate, but it's so very important. It is. Hunting is important in so many different ways. It's important for that particular targeted species, but even more so, it's much more important, as we mentioned, for the vegetation and all the other animals that are there, the invertebrates, the vertebrates, songbirds, everything, I mean, is dependent upon that habitat. And if that habitat goes by the wayside because we have not managed it by hunting, then we're all in trouble. This is a great time of year to put your bird dog to work in the deer woods. At the forefront of the shed hunting movement is my friend Tom Dockin, has been since the get-go. And we've got him on the Kinder Outdoors trot line now from his world-famous Oak Ridge Kennels in Northfield, Minnesota. Welcome back, Tom. Hey, Billy. Great to be back on the show this week. You know, I'm going to talk about today one of the fastest-growing Sports for the sporting breeds and maybe some non-sporting breeds uh, in the country today. It has something to do with hunting, but you're not going to use a gun, actually. You're not going to use a bow. What it's called is shed hunting. 
And for those of you who haven't heard about this before, many, many deer hunters have gone out. And in the spring, especially up here in the Midwest, as soon as the snow clears, goes out and start looking for shed antlers. And this is not only for white-tailed deer, mule deer. It's a big thing out west looking for those big elk shed antlers. And up till a few years ago, it was pretty much go out, look around, see if you could find a few. But nowadays, people are using their favorite hunting dog to find shed antlers. And I'll tell you what, I can't believe how much fun it is. Now, I started several years ago, but I've been looking for sheds forever. We figured out, hey, why not get our hunting dog to go out and start helping us look for them? And as a matter of fact, once they start looking for them, you're going to come back with a lot more shed antlers. What do you do with them? Chandeliers, lights, hang them up. But you know what the neat part is? It's something that you can do in the spring, something early in the year when nothing else is going on. Now, there's training techniques involved to get your dog to do it. If a dog has a high retrieve desire, we can just start by playing, retrieving an antler in the house. If your dog lives in the house, something small. And just think of that antler, training with that antler, as just one of your training dummies. Now, if you want to speed the process up a little bit, when your dog brings that antler back to you, give him a little treat. Now, what that does is tells him that this is something above and beyond the call of what he's normally going to get. Then start hiding them in the backyard and then gradually make it a little tougher and a little tougher for them to find. Now, there are some products out on the market right now to be able to help you learn how to do it. We do have a manual that's out teaching your dog to hunt for shed antlers. So get the dog, even though you've got a hunting dog that likes birds, maybe likes ducks, you aren't going to turn him off or you aren't going to turn him on to something that he's not going to hunt in the future. But if you want to go out and just have a blast with your dog, Shed hunting is the newest, latest, and greatest thing that you can do. Now, if you're looking for shed dog training products or hunting dog products, you can go to Dockins.com, or you can find our products at all major leading outdoor retailers. And don't forget about feeding your dog the best dog food in the world. That's Purina Pro Plan. It's the brand I use and the brand I trust. Hey, thanks, Tom. Tom Dockin up in Northfield, Minnesota. We've got just enough time before we slip out to the coffee pot for a quick venison recipe from master chef john bonnell you're gonna like this you know one of my favorites especially for for kids and family members and you know friends that that aren't aren't quite so keen on on venison is to make meatballs everybody loves spaghetti and meatballs and venison makes a wonderful meatball uh you want to take the leanest meat you've got solid red no fat no connective tissue and grind it together with some pork shoulder pork shoulder about 30 35 percent venison the rest grind it together with some garlic lots of fresh garlic parmesan a few of your favorite herbs like basil thyme and oregano season it well with salt and pepper and you've got some beautiful meatballs good morning this is dr james kroll and when i'm not in the great outdoors i'm thinking about it with kinder outdoors There's a place I love to go in the pristine Texas hill country that features first-class lodging, outstanding cuisine, world-class wing shooting, the best free-range access deer hunting in the world, my favorite, by the way, plus native whitetails and turkey, and some of the most comfortable hosts that you've ever enjoyed. Don't forget to throw in the fly rod. You'll want to experience the crystal-clear waters of Joshua Creek and the Guadalupe River. Rolling hills and Texas live oaks, friendly smiles, and spring-fed waters. Orvis and Beretta agree that Joshua Creek is one of the finest hunting and shooting ranches in existence. And I think you will, too. You won't find a prettier place to get married. 
and our staff at facilities will make your corporate event, family reunion, or private party turnkey and the best you'll ever experience. Joshua Creek Ranch in the historic Texas Hill Country between San Antonio and Fredericksburg. Want to go? Of course you do. JoshuaCreek.com U.S. Highway 287 carries elk hunters and fly fishers, snow skiers and bird dog chasers, 72-ounce steak eaters, varied Cadillac picture takers, antelopers, prairie doggers, and rattlesnakers. The Herdware Store sits on Highway 287 near Goodnight, Texas. Now, only 18 people live around here, so to keep the lights turned on, we need you 287 travelers to stop by. Come in out of the weather and take a look at the most unique store between the Gulf and Pacific coasts. One-of-a-kind artwork, jewelry, knives, and more. Feel the luxurious softness and warmth of bison socks, gloves, hats, beanies, blankets, and scarves. You'll think it's cashmere, and it's warmer than wool. Our sister company, Buffalo Wool, produces the finest bison products on the planet. The herdware store is boots and shoes, bison blankets and throws, even bison meats for the road. The Herdware Store, 42 miles southeast of Amarillo. Hey, drop by right now at herdware.net. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side. Pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. At a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Check rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read, because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey... That's phony. This is this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. 
Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. in off the porch. Kinder Outdoors is back. Put it on your bucket list, okay? You need to get to Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. The lodging is five star. And these beautiful, you can't call them cabins, they're luxurious homes, are scattered about the ranch. Rolling hills, live oak trees that go all the way back to the time of Davy Crockett, Sam Houston. Crystal clear Joshua Creek runs right through the middle of the place. And the bird hunting and bird dogs and guides, it's just spectacular. Orvis and Beretta say so. I do, too. That's why I keep going back year after year. Learn more about Joshua Creek Ranch when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. Jason Christie, he won that Bassmaster Classic last weekend, and he was our special guest in camp an hour ago. And Jason Christie, welcome back to the show. You've been here a lot of times, but this is the first time as a Bassmaster Classic champion. Let me be the next guy to tell you congratulations. Thank you. I like that name. Uh, <laughs> it's a hard one to get, though. They don't just give that to you. No, they don't. That's a lot of miles and a lot of casts and a lot of heartbreak and a lot of near misses and all that. I, I don't want to talk to you about near misses, close finishes, horseshoes or dynamite or any of that. I just want to talk to you about the 2022 Bassmaster Classic uh, because – Man, you had there. There was no sit back and coast a little while. You had to dig till this thing was over. Until the last minute, I think that um, you know a lot of people were surprised because you know most fans are glued to Bass Track and live, and and uh, it was close. And then you know I made a couple of calls in the literally in the last thirty minutes, and. Uh, you know, I had one. There's going to be one fish that I'll never forget, and that was the one that I had over a dock cable, um, you know, with 15 minutes left. That probably culled three-quarters of a pound, and uh, that fishing rod is still in my boat. And when I caught that fish, I just took that fishing rod and threw it in the rod locker. But I think today, whenever I get a little bit of time, I want to go up there and pull that jig off that rod and see how bad that line is and and uh because i know it was it's torn up pretty bad so but anyway he got in the boat and and uh if it hadn't been for that fish and you know uh i wouldn't have won a buzzer beater a buzzer beater <laughs> jason christie won the Bassmaster classic you needed 17 pounds five ounces and you came in with 17.9 and when your truck, your boat rolled into the arena, you didn't think you had it, did you? I didn't. You know, I, uh, you know, we we chat out there. We don't know, we know, but we chat. And and uh, the one that I was really worried about was Kyle because he uh, he's kind of got that poker face. And and when he weighed seventeen, what four? Um, I, I thought that I had seventeen, but I, you know, I didn't know. And and uh, 
when he had 17-4, I, I just knew. I was like, this is going to be close. And more than likely, my luck, you know, in the Classic, I'm going to be an out short. Uh, but, you know, when I grabbed that bag out of the boat and walked up on stage, um, I could feel that it was – I mean, I, I knew it was going to be really close. And I tell you, I'll never forget whenever I've seen those three numbers uh, flash up <laughs> on that screen. So that's uh, – yeah, that was a cool moment. It looked like uh, you you had to you had to walk over to the side and and kind of doubled over a little bit, and it looked like you were having a hard time even breathing right then. That's like that is a monumental moment that pro anglers they set their sights on that when they're kids. Yeah, well, it's you know there's all the the fire and things like that, and then you know there's that second that you realize that. Um, you know that it's all happened, and that you've done what you wanted to do, and just that you just you know there's all kinds of um, emotions, but it's I think I'm most glad for uh, you know I think a lot of people um, in the industry across the country and stuff they wanted me to win because they've witnessed a couple of uh, bad ones, and you know I wanted to win for a lot of them and and. You know, my family, they're probably more excited than me. And, and of course, the sponsors. I mean, they, my sponsors have stuck with me forever, and, and uh, they make great products, and everybody knows that. And, and I just, it's good to see the how excited everybody. I mean, I can't tell you who walked up to me and congratulated me crying because they were sincerely um, happy for me. You know, it just, it, it means a lot to see that. I thought a bad mistake had been made because I was watching Fox, and Zona and Tommy said, okay, we're going to throw it out to Jason Christie's boat now. And there was a dude in that boat holding a spinning rod. And I said, wait a minute, they've thrown it to the wrong boat. But that was you. Yeah. Yeah. I've been been working on the spin rod game a little bit. I'm still um, not great at it, but I fish at home a lot with the spin rod in the wintertime. (laughs) And I came to this event, I knew that uh, I needed to do something different. Um, I couldn't just go back to the same old stuff, you know, the dirty water and the spinnerbait. And, and uh, there's just, we, we've been here too many times. Too many people have, have seen that, locals and stuff like that. And I just needed something fresh um, where I could go fishing rather than running history and and uh, I thought the spinning rod thing was going to go away because the water had warmed up, you know, quite a bit. But uh, fortunately, you know, my deep hole held out for uh, most of the tournament. And, uh, you know, it's still crazy that I won on, on the stuff that I had found. I, I mean, there was no honey holes or there was no special docks. It was just, you know, catching a few out deep in the morning and then and then running docks and culling up the rest of the day. And and uh, in most cases, whenever I win, it seems to be that way. I mean, other than the Sabine, I, you know, I don't have any honey holes. It's just going fishing. And, and that's why I stayed away from that dirty water. I wanted something that I could just fish uh, fresh and fish clean. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about those deep fish and about, about these fish that you caught. But I want to talk to you about your sponsors. Without them, none of this would be possible. And, no, folks, this is not a blatant commercial. This is stuff that works. It won the Bassmaster Classic. And I like to talk to a guy like like you, Jason, because you, 
you're not a rookie. You've been doing this a long time, and you don't do endorsements for the dollar. You've got to have stuff that works. You could endorse anyone in the business, uh, but you choose what works for you, and I respect that. Right. Yeah, it is. And, and, and that, you know, there's so many sponsorship stories. Um, you know, each sponsor that I have is a different story, but, you know, Garmin is a great example. You know, when I went there, I don't even know, eight or nine years ago, Garmin was not even mentioned in the freshwater, really, you know, the sonar. They, they had them, but they weren't, you know, they weren't where they wanted to be. And, and whenever I went over there, that was their goal. And that's the first thing that they told me is, hey, we want to make a push in the freshwater and we want you. And there was a couple other guys to join us. And, and, uh, we did that. And, you know, I, I've watched it evolve. You know, I, I got the first ever panoptic transducer and, and was able to win with that on St. Clair. Um, and it's just gone, you know, it's gone from, well, you'll see a Garmin on one out of ten boats, to now you see one on almost every boat. And that, you know, that that's the good feeling of working with sponsors. And it's the same way with bait, you know, the covert spinnerbait, the falcon rods. I mean, I, I have a lot of people get in my boat and just the number of falcon rods that show up. And, and that's what gives me a good feeling on working with sponsors is um, through a team effort, you know, we put a great product out there that, that the fishing community love and and respect and trust and uh yeah that's uh, the sponsorship deal is a big deal for me we'll finish our conversation with bassmaster classic champion jason christie when we come back from the coffee pot this corner of the camp house is brought to you by joshua creek ranch in the texas hill country the best bird hunting in texas and off the chart hospitality learn more at kinderoutdoors.com i'm tim dancliffe with Safari Classics and Chafuti Safaris. When we're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it at Kinder Outdoors. Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com. Join Ducks Unlimited at the largest outdoors expo in the country, DUX, presented by Purina Proplan. At Texas Motor Speedway, April 8th through 10th for everything outdoors. See, try, and buy the latest in outdoor products, interactive villages for shooting, fishing, dogs, ATV, UTV, calling contests, and so much more. DUX, presented by Purina ProPlan at Texas Motor Speedway, April 8th through 10th. Tickets are only $10. Kids under 12, active or retired military, and first responders get in free. Buy your tickets today at DuckExpo.com. 
Outdoor Texas Camps develops outdoor skills in boys and girls aged 9 to 17. Bass fishing and fly fishing, saltwater fishing, archery, rifle, and handgun, trap, skeet, and much more. Outdoor Texas Camps is offering $400 scholarships, courtesy of the Sportsman's Club of Fort Worth, to girls in the North Texas area. Visit OutdoorTexasCamps.com. Safe and time-honored skills for our youth. Outdoor Texas Camps is filling up fast for 2022. Act quickly. OutdoorTexasCamps.com. Roy Holdridge and True Life Taxidermy in Granbury, Texas are award-winning artists many times over and for several reasons. God-given talent is the starting point, followed by a work ethic that won't allow second best. Roy is also a lifelong and well-traveled hunter. He spent countless hours in the field glassing and studying wildlife around the globe. When you trust your rare and timeless memory to True Life Taxidermy Granbury, be assured that you're working with the very best in the business. My home is a testament to Roy's work at True Life Taxidermy. The pheasants, the whitetails, the axes, the fish, all perfectly preserved. True Life Granberry is the only stop you need to make after the hunt, offering not only world-class taxidermy, but wild game processing too. Headed for Africa, New Zealand, Colorado, Montana, or any place else? No problem. True Life is well-versed in import and transport state-to-state state or around the globe. You can trust True Life Taxidermy, truelifetaxidermy.org. Wing shooting in Argentina is an activity that must be experienced rather than explained. Dove are considered to be a plague in the area, so there are no bag limits, and there are no seasons to hunt them. We've got 20 million birds on the roost, and they're there 365 days a year. They're there every day, all day. They fly eight hours a day, every day. At Cordoba Doves, you'll enjoy delicious food, exceptional hospitality, beverages in the field your own personal bird boy bird boy's job is to pour shells in your bag uh, when you're going through a box every five minutes and keep count of the birds that you've shot and to bring you something to drink every few minutes at the end of the day we pick up all the holes and pick up the birds but you can't send him out to pick up birds at six or eight hundred times a day experience the very best that argentina has to offer through cordoba doves Contact the U.S. Representative Lane Balky at CordobaDoves.com. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. This old camp house has lots of room. Come on in. Kinder Outdoors. Hey, if you haven't done it yet, do it now. Come see me, kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, kinderoutdoors.com, and drop a picture off for the bragging board. Real easy to do from your handheld, your laptop, iPad, whatever. Send us your pictures along with a brief description of what we're looking at. We'll get it up on the bragging board for everyone to see. Come spend a little time with us this week at kinderoutdoors.com. Let's get back to our conversation with the most recent Bassmaster Classic champion. There's only been 52 of these in world history. Jason Christie is number 52 as of last weekend. You know, I'm a, a crappie fisherman, and I've got a spot that I've had for years. I call it the pickle ditch because uh, those big pre-spawn females and those, those females that are working their way in and out of the bank spawning, load up in that ditch, Jason, and I go out there and just whack them. And that's what your spot on day one and day two of the Classic reminded me of, the pickle ditch. You had a pretty good thing going there. Did you find that in practice? Was that something you saw early on? Had it been loaded up like that all week? 
Well, I did I did find it in practice, and, and, you know, I didn't spend a whole lot of time fishing deep because of the weather. I mean, the forecast was showing, you know, warming trend, and, you know, I know these fish were close to going to the bank, and I just felt like that I needed to be around the bank rather than in the middle. But I, and it was a last minute decision on the first day of the tournament. And if I hadn't had a good boat number, uh, like I was boat five, if I would have been 35 or 50, I probably wouldn't even have started there, uh, because I just figured somebody else would have went. But, you know, in that deep hole, um, is what won the event for me because I started there the first day and I knew that I could probably catch a limit pretty quick and calm down and potentially catch one or two good ones. I think I weighed three out of that deep hole the first day and three the second day. And then only one the last day, but it was, you know, it was a big one. And, you know, that last day, whenever I only caught one and everything else had it was gone. Um, you know, that's it. Thinking about the best that could have happened because I feel like if, if there would have been more fish in there, I would have stayed in there a lot longer and kept trying to upgrade. Well, you know, it pretty much just told me, hey, we're going to get this deep hole is going to give you one big one. You need to get your butt out of here and, and go do something else. And, and that's pretty much what I did. So, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, you know, it was a hard round the corner from takeoff. It wasn't more than a mile from takeoff, and it had a lot of bait in it. And there was a lot of largemouth. There was uh, a lot of uh, spotted bass in there. But, you know, and it ranged anywhere from 32 feet, you know, all the way back to 10. And I all the way up that ditch, which was, you know, three, 400 yards long. And when that dried up on Sunday morning, I was watching you, and I heard you make the comment and make the decision that you were going to be moving on. Uh, and I thought, I wonder if that thing will load up a little later in the day. Did you ever go back in there and check it again? I couldn't because uh, I actually thought about it. But that was also the later the day went, the better the dock bite was. And, you know, I I think I only had one or two fish at 10 or 11 and then a limit at one. And then, you know, you just start culling. And I felt like the chances of catching that five, six, seven pounder was better around docks than in that deep hole. Um, but now once I left the deep hole, I was, I was committed on the shallow, uh, on the shallow docks. All of your shallow fish came on a jig, or I'm assuming all of them came on a jig. Tell us a little bit about that jig you were pitching around the docks. Well, it's a War Eagle jig. Um, it's been in production for a couple years. It's just a, a really good clear water jig. Um, it's five eighths, and it's called a Jiu-Jitsu. And I like a heavier jig in that clear water because it's a bait hook in it. Um, and then using a yum crawl chunk, uh, green pumpkin with purple flake. But it's just a, it's a bigger jig. Um, it's, you know, like I said, it's heavier and I can cover a lot of water with it. Um, you know, I've gained a lot of confidence in it, you know, on like in fishing clear water. Um, I would, you know, everybody's asking, well, why, why a jig so heavy when you're fishing one or two foot deep? This water is really clear and I don't want it to, uh, I don't want them to get a real good look at it. I want a reaction bite, move on. And, uh, it was, it was more about covering water making a lot of flips than it was, you know, you pulling in and make 10 flips on one dock. You know, if they were there in two foot or less, 
they were going to bite. You just had to cover enough water to uh, get the jig in front of them. I can't let you go without talking to you a little bit about uh, the bait that I think probably won this for you, and it's something you've been working on for a number of years now. It's called the FF, like forward-facing sonar, the FF sonar minnow. Tell me about this. Well, it's something, you know, I have been. I've, I've kind of kept it under the wraps for several years, more so the technique than the bait. You know, the bait is kind of like the spinner bait. It's, you know, it's evolving, and it's still evolving. Um, we're probably some very minor changes to it before we release it. But, you know, I live on a lake, that, uh, Lake Tinkler, that's really clear. And in the wintertime, you know, with live scope and stuff, that's all I do and catch these fish on live scope. And, you know, I just wanted a band that I could catch the fish that are floating five foot deep or if they're 35 deep. I, don't, I didn't want, you know, five jerk baits out there and, you know, a swim bait to where you have to kind of, I wanted one bait in my hand that I could cover all depths. And, and this is the bait. I'm, it's, uh, you know, it's a minnow profile, and and uh, you know, I with the technique that I use, um, I'm able to put it, you know, right there on their nose, no matter how deep they are, and they like it. I mean, obviously, I can't catch all of them. I mean, there's, uh, but I feel like they react to this bait and uh, and eat it more so than a lot of the other baits. And it's named forward-facing sonar minnow for a reason. It's it's built to go hand-in-hand hand with our modern sonars that are so effective. And evidently, it works really well, well enough to put a Bassmaster Classic trophy up on the mantle for Jason Christie. Did you ever pick up a spinnerbait in all three days? No, I didn't. I uh, never pulled it out of the rod box. I, in practice, the second day of practice, you know, the uh, the shallow water demons of Lake Hartwell had overcame me, and, and I actually went to an area and started throwing a spinnerbait. And my first bite was a six-pounder. And I just, something told me that it was the wrong, like something told me that this fish is what was trying to lure me into uh, history. And I literally, when I came out of that pocket, I put the spinnerbait back in the rod box, and I never threw it again. <laughs> um, it just, I, I did not feel like there was enough dirty water to go around. And and every time I got around dirty water, I saw a bunch of people fishing, you know, locals, orgs, um And I just, I needed something fresh. I don't know if people understand that, but uh, it's not often that you catch a six-pounder and you take the bait and put it back in the, you know, in the rod box. But I just, I just feel on it. Um, there just wasn't enough water to go around. I mean, you literally on Hartwell, you pull into a pocket and you fish for five minutes and you got to run five miles to get another pocket that looks like it. And that's if there's not a boat there or there hasn't been a boat there in the last hour or two. You know, I just I just wasn't feeling. And, uh, you know, it was probably the best. I mean, obviously, it was the best decision of the week to, to leave that thing in the rod box. Jason, you're in the history books. They can never take it from you. Jason Christie is the 2022 Bassmaster Classic champion. Enjoy it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Jason Christie is brought to you by my friends at Joshua Creek Ranch. Joe and Ann Kirchival have built something very special in the Texas Hill Country. Treat yourself to a trip to Joshua Creek Ranch.
your whole family is going to love it. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. I hope you've enjoyed your time in the camphouse with us today. I want to thank you for hanging out with us. I also want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we've had together and invite you back next time around. Until then, may God bless you and your bunch. (laughs) 